ideologically grooming kids in schools. Here's some news you might have missed. On April 7, 2022, Florida preschool teacher, 28-year-old Lois Schwartz, boasted about teaching her students that she is neither a boy nor a girl and that she's a polyamorous pagan witch. Eli Din, formerly Molly, a kindergarten teacher at the private Hillbrook School in California, uses a pronoun game to inculcate five-year-olds with her arguable self-serving gender theories. On Instagram, she goes by OKNB with NB standing for non-binary. She expects others to refer to her by third-person plural pronouns, they and them. Din is a woman who gave birth and breastfed two children before she decided that her authentic identity was male. Then she started doping testosterone, hired a quack surgeon to lop off her breasts, and changed her name from Molly to Eli. Din's favorite curricular components are, not surprisingly, social and emotional learning and anti-bias education for kindergartners. Private schools may teach whatever destructive nonsense they want, but Din is the sharp, cold tip of a colossal subterranean iceberg that is plowing through government schools as well. Brooke Charter School first grade teacher Ray Skyer, a woman who pretends to be a man, told her K through second grade students this hogwash during a Zoom class. Quote, Something that's really cool and unique about me is that I'm transgender. We touched on that earlier this week in the book that Ms. Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender. So, when babies are born, the doctor looks and makes a guess on whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what that baby looks like. Most of the time, that guess is 100% correct but sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. When the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So, I'm a man, but when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents that I was a girl. Until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. This was super, super uncomfortable for me because I knew that wasn't right. So when I was 18, I told my family and friends that I'm really a boy, and it was like this huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders, and I had the freedom to be who I truly am, end quote. If you go to this article online, you'll be able to watch the Twitter video that this woman posted. This short video teaches parents everything they need to know about morally and intellectually unmoored activists who self-identify as teachers working in schools. First, they propagandize in many ways, including through literature, direct instruction, and demagoguery. Second, they propagate highly controversial beliefs without telling young students that the explanations are controversial, disputed, faith-based, and devoid of scientific support. Doctors don't guess whether babies are girls or boys. They identify the sex of babies. Skyer was correctly identified as the girl she is and evermore will be. Skyer's mother's obstetrician did not guess, and he or she was not wrong. At 18, 
Skyer decided to start masquerading as a man. Skyer did not merely explain. She manipulated the emotions of young, innocent children who would not want anyone, especially a teacher they know and like, to feel super, super uncomfortable. So, in addition to feeding them fantastical fiction in the guise of objective truth, Skyer is trying to make children feel predisposed to sex masquerades. Indefensible ideological grooming of children by leftists is not limited to the United States. Australian Member of Parliament Bernie Finn shared an assignment given to ten-year-old boys and girls in a school in the district he represents. Children were instructed to discuss their fathers' erections and ejaculations with their fathers. It should go without saying that at no age should a child be asked to discuss with their fathers their erections and ejaculations. But we are forced to say such things now because purportedly civilized societies no longer experience righteous anger at evil being promoted as good to children in school. How long before civilized societies no longer find father-daughter personal orgasm discussions objectionable? Conservative Americans seem, to borrow a British term, gobsmacked by the transvolution sweeping our formerly rational society. I, however, am gobsmacked by their astonishment. The transvolution has been slowly emerging like a parasitic guinea worm from the homovolution, which was birthed by the boomers' sexual revolution. I first warned about the emerging transvolution in late 2008. When I wrote about bisexual Anglican priest Laurel Dykstra, who has twins via a sperm donor, Dykstra wrote an article in 2005 on how to make preschools trans-friendly. Here were her explanations and recommendations. She said that the gender binary system is harmful to everyone. She moralized that it is not enough for classrooms, teachers, and schools to be open or non-judgmental. They need to be actively trans-positive. Dykstra recommended that when talking to preschoolers, teachers should say things like, "Well, most men have penises, but some don't, and some girls grow up to be men." She urged teachers to encourage kids to question their assumptions. How do you know that that person is a woman? Could a man wear a dress? She instructed teachers to call children by the name and the pronouns they choose. She recommended accessorizing classrooms with a tranny teddy, have a non-gendered toy doll puppet, do not use pronouns, and give this creature a variety of gendered clothing such as a skirt and tie. If asked, say, "Oh, Binker isn't a boy or a girl." She suggested having a butch femme day. Why not teach kids language like butch femme as an alternative to boy girl or male female? You could have dress-up days to play deliberately with gender, like "fabulous and fearless day" or "capable and campy." She encouraged teachers to invite a drag performer or transsexual person who would be willing to share their story and a photo album. When reading picture books to preschoolers, Dykstra recommended switching pronouns, avoiding them altogether, or using alternative pronouns. Dykstra rationalized using deceit in the face of parental opposition. She said, "For stealth practitioners, that is, teachers in a transphobic setting, 
these classroom suggestions can be implemented without fanfare to create a more just and welcoming classroom. Dykstra offered these suggestions 17 years ago, and I issued warnings 14 years ago. Increasing numbers of warnings have been issued across the nation by men and women who have been paying attention. The ignorance and sloth of conservatives, including church leaders, in addressing the evil in the midst of our schools is inexcusable. If Americans had been paying attention to warnings about the perverse shape of things to come, maybe the disaster we see unfolding in schools could have been stopped, thereby preventing the incalculable damage being done to children. But confronting socially acceptable evil requires not just awareness, but courage, perseverance, and a willingness to suffer for the neighbors we love.